It's your boy Jose from Big Me Sports. How are you guys doing on this lovely week? It is the new year, 2022. I want to wish everyone a happy and healthy new year. I know some of you guys have your New Year's resolutions. My resolution is to lose 10 pounds. Hopefully I do that. No, um, kind of a little fat boy. I uh, like to eat, uh, you know, like to eat food, like to drink, have my beers and, and so on and so forth. So we'll see if we can get down to this weight. Goal weight is to be around 230. Uh, currently, I'm at 241. So we'll see if we can, uh, so I can lose this weight. Um, we're going to start with 10 pounds and see if it moves, uh, if it goes from there. Uh, the goal might be uh, expanding after if we if we make the 10 pound mark uh, quickly. Uh, but with that being said, uh, hope again, hope everybody has a great, happy and healthy 2022. Um, stay safe out there and and continue listening. Thanks for uh, hopefully uh, my podcast uh, is enjoyable for you guys. And hopefully you guys can keep on tuning in every week and, and help me uh, help me raise this podcast to the next level. Um, but let's talk about the NFL this pack, uh, past week of games. We're going to start off with the Antonio uh, Brown drama there in Tampa Bay when they're playing the Jets. Uh, him leaving the third quarter. Speculations are that uh, said that he was injured. Some people said that they're, he was injured um, and they wanted him to go in anyways. Uh, some of the coaches say that they didn't know that he wasn't injured. They asked him to go in and he refused. So there's two sides to each story. Um, you know, there's, you know, coach's side, there's his side, and then the, and there's the truth. Um, but my my biggest thing is a lot of people are defending, you know, Antonio Brown uh, and his actions, like praising him, thinking like he's like a, a, a God sent and, you know, thinking he's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but People are like defending his actions. And you know what? I, I think that this guy, he he has a mental problem. Um, I saw one comment uh, on a page that said, if it was Aaron Rodgers, no, no, would have been, no, he would have been acting like this, saying that he has a mental problem. No. If this was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady doing that, they're going to think that he had a mental problem. You don't see, you wouldn't see those type of players take off the uniform and throw stuff in the crowd and act like he did. Um, you can see players walking off and whatever the case may be, but not how he uh, conducted himself. And that's what I think his, uh, the biggest problem here is. And he has a history. It's not like, you know, this is something new. Um, he has a history of, uh, you know, with other teams doing this with other teams, you know, creating problems, being a problem in the locker room. And look, Antonio Brown is no saint at all. Um, he, he's, he's, he's a bad person. He treats people bad. He, you know, delivery truck drivers, not paying people on time, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, domestic violence and, and, uh, other issues that surround him. So look, you know, he has a problem and he needs to get, he needs to get it fixed. Um, there's there, there must be some people in his court corner saying, 
not willing to, I guess, express their feelings and like, you know, hold back and, and, and tell them what's going on. I just don't feel like he has that support because it's almost on a yearly basis. You're going to have an Antonio uh, Brown uh, type of, you know, outburst or something. And, you know, he had the perfect opportunity. He won a championship with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, you know, he went in there, Tom Brady basically brought him into his house and, you know, gave him a second chance. And if you can't make it with Tom Brady giving you a second chance, I don't know what, what, uh, how can you make it? Um, I don't believe that this is the last time we do see Antonio Brown, um, even though I really wanted to be uh, just to move on for his sake, uh, for his mental well-being. Um, but I do think that he might get another chance because at the end of the day, it's a business and, uh, you know, it's a business of winning. And if a team feels that they can win with Antonio Brown and want to take on that baggage, they might you know, go ahead and, and roll the dice with them. But again, I just think that this is a mental issue. Um, I don't know, early onsets of CTE or whatever the case may be, but there's something that's not right with this guy. Um, I can see if you're discouraged and, you know, don't want to go in the game, sit on the sideline or, you know, just if you walk off, you walk off, but not again, not how he did it. It's, Again, there's there's just something uh, wrong with Antonio Brown, and hopefully he does get the help that he needs and 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 go from there. But I just want that was my take on an Antonio Brown situation. Uh, look, Tom Brady got it done anyways. You know, the beating the Jets coming from behind, I think it was like a minute and some change uh, left, and brought him down with no timeouts to to get the uh, uh, winning touchdown. So Tampa Bay, it's going to be a hard of a road to repeat um, due to the fact that they don't have Godwin. Um, they're not going to have Antonio Brown. Uh, you got Mike Evans with the hamstring in, uh, injury, which, you know, how, he's basically injury prone. So you don't know if he's going to get injured again. And then Leonard Fournette has a hamstring injury. And so it's going to be tough sledding for the offense and the defense is not uh, – it's been giving away points, especially in the secondary. So we'll see if, uh, if Tom Brady can, uh, you know, pull off another miracle, but it's going to be uh, a tough sledding for them uh, if, if they do. Um, but let's go to the next game. Miami Dolphins, yo, they got their butts handed to them. Um, and I had them on my playoff uh, prediction. I had them making it. I felt, I, you know, maybe it's just me, you know, drinking the, you know, the seven-game winning streak Kool-Aid and thinking that, you know, they can win these last two games, especially with the Tennessee team um, without some of the key weapons. But, man, Ryan Tannehill, um, <laughs> he got it done. They ran all over the Dolphins. I was surprised that it was a big of, an, uh, it was a, big of a score it was. Um I thought, I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game, but it just looked like the Dolphins' defense just gave up, and uh, and yeah, they just got outplayed and got ran all over. But look, um, I think it probably was a good thing that had the Dolphins lost because somehow my sister, my lovely sister, um, 
put out a bet out there. And I guess I was supposed to uphold that bet of if the Dolphins would have made it to the playoffs, I was going to wear a Dolphins G-string. I don't know where that came out of. Thank God they lost. So I don't have to, I don't have to do that, uh, do that bet anymore. But, you know, hey, look, it's fun to do bets. I'm, I'm like, uh, you know, we've done bets in the past. If you haven't checked it out, go on our uh, YouTube page. Uh, you know, we had some bets with some uh, uh, some colleagues and and some people of ours that, you know, we have the the push up challenge and and poop. Um, that's a bet that I lost, and and it was my daughter's poop at the time, and it was pretty disgusting. If you want to check that out, go on YouTube, Big Meat Sport Podcast, and you can check it out. Um, but yeah, we like, we like interacting. So if you guys have any, any bets, uh, hit us up on the Instagram and our message, uh, message us and let us know what you guys would like us to do. Um, nothing too crazy, but, uh, if we do like it, we'll, we'll go ahead and, uh, and perform that bet. Um, but yeah, so, uh, then we're going to, let's go to the Dallas Cowboys performance. Look, I watched this game and I was kind of frustrated. Um, I felt like the you know how people say like refs dictate games. I didn't want to believe that, but <laughs> when you see game in and game out, and I'm I'm just not just talking about the Dallas Cowboys. I'm talking about other teams. And when I watch you know football, I watch a lot of football. Um, the refs do really dictate on who they want to win and who they don't. Um, and a perfect example was this game. Um, I feel that this. Cowboys offense was moving the ball at times. Yes, you know, Dak had I want I want to say like four, five batted balls down. Um the play calling wasn't to my liking, but there are some holding calls that are very like ticky-tacky. But then when you go to Arizona side and when they're on offense and some of the holdings that they had and they weren't called, it's like come on. My thing is if you're not going to call it from one side, don't call it at all. And if it's going to be egregious, egregious, like then you can call it. But some of those were ticky tack. One, one of, one of them were on a, a run by I believe it was Pollard, and they call uh, uh, Lyle Collins, I believe, for the hold. And it was kind of like everybody was surprised because it was like when I mean ticky tack, it was very, very ticky tack. And then. You know, Demarcus Lawrence is about to try to sack uh, 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 Kyler Murray in the end zone, and he gets held, and they don't call it. And the ref's right there watching the whole play. You can see him watching the whole thing happen. So it's like, you know, you have to be more consistent. I mean, look, if you if you want to if you want the players to play and not call everything, then make it consistent on that point. But if you're calling some ticky tack fouls on one team and not really calling on another team, like, come on, it, it got out of hand. And then, you know, that fumble at the end, you know, the, the ball, you, you saw that ref's face and he was damn sure that he saw that guy's knee down. And I was like, Oh, look, you know, I thought the knee was down also, but they're trained not to, if you're unsure and it's a fumble, let it play out and replay would determine if it, was, if it was a fumble or not. I don't know why this ref didn't want to go with that, but he didn't. 
we would we would you know we had the fumble recovery. Now does Dallas go down and score? You don't know, but uh, you could have that changed the it, it could have changed the outcome of, of that game. So look, it's it's just, it, it 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 bothers me. Um, I feel like the offense got on uh, a little bit on track towards the end of the game, um, but you know, Cowboys lost by two. Um, you know, the defense to me, I think defense needs to get more pressure and stop the penalties also. Um, and I don't know if we have a kicker situation. You know, Greg Zerline, when we signed him, I was like, man, Greg the leg, man, this guy is clutch. He, you know, he he has a big leg. Uh, when he was with the Rams, I barely saw him miss. And I think he's missed about six or seven times this year. And every time he's missed, uh, and especially early in the games, we lose those games. Like I, I, I just feel like he's he's been been unreliable. But when he makes it, I mean, man, it's you know we can count on him. It's just he's he's dictating like these these games for us. And I think it uh, with his miss, that was a very big miss, man. Like again, we only lose by two. Um, you think that uh, you think we win that game if Greg Zerline makes that field goal? You put the pressure on Arizona. We possibly could, man. It, it, you never know, but he's, it's too many times he's missing. And then I don't know how you're missing in AT&T stadium when it's closed in. Now, if there's like a wind gust from certain uh, place in, in, in the stadium, I don't know, but I just don't get how you miss in a, in this, in a dome. So um, look, you know, it, it is what it is. We got the Eagles this week. I think um, I feel like the, uh, Dallas needs to get back on, you know, we get back in stride. And and I think one thing that will help us out is Blake Jarwin. Uh, Blake Jarwin is a really good uh, uh, pass catching tight end and he stretches the field out for us. So I feel like, you know, that helps us out um, blocking wise. I don't know. He, he probably, I want to, I want to say maybe a little bit better than uh, Schultz, but Schultz has been really sucking this year and blocking. So we'll see. But I think some of the play calling um, needs to get better down a stretch and attack the middle of the field. I don't feel this like I don't feel that we attack the middle of the field that much, and we should have done that versus Arizona have, and how they drop in their coverages. I think that was a missed opportunity by Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott. So we need to get this uh, thing uh, getting this thing rolling because look, one more game. And then the playoffs come. So um, if this team is uh, wants to make a deep run in the playoffs, they need to get this thing going. Um, but one team I want to say, hey, the league needs to watch out for um, is the is the Bengals, um, Cincinnati Bengals with Jared Burrow. This guy is on fire. Um, look, I'm, I don't know how the seedings will end up, but I feel like it will be – a Buffalo versus Cincinnati in the AFC championship game. I feel like Cincinnati, I don't think Cincinnati would, you know, go to the Super Bowl um, because they do have some offensive line issues. Um, but I think Cincinnati is just an offensive line and probably like some key pieces on a defense away from being a Super Bowl contender year in and year out. Um, because Joe Burrow is just on, he's been on fire. He's a really good quarterback. A lot of people saying, you know, Tom Brady uh, when he was young, um, kind of, you know, similarities there. I see that 
I think Gerald Burrow uh, runs a little bit faster than Tom Brady. <laughs> um, but the pinpoint accuracy uh, that this kid has, uh, the moxie about him, you, you can see that championship mentality in him. Um, so I say, hey, look, you know, if it's not this year, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure next year they're going to be either um, in the AFC championship game or in the Super Bowl and watch out. I mean, if they can just address that offensive line issue, we'll see in the playoffs because I know that Gerald Burrow got hurt uh, in one of the last plays late in that game. So we'll see if he can, you know, make it through. But, um, you know, again, nobody wants to see the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs right now. They can put up some points. Um, they make up somewhat for their defense. So we'll see when the playoffs come, if people can keep up with uh, scoring with them. But I do Buffalo. I do think that Buffalo can keep up uh, with, you know, punch, punch for punch with them. Um, but that's all for today. That's what we have for today's episode. I'm uh, again, I'm excited for the new year. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please don't forget to check us out on our uh, Apple podcast, Spotify, uh, check us out on the Instagram page. We put some uh, pictures, put some poll questions on there. So don't forget to check us out on big meat sports podcast. Um, again, happy new year. Thank you for all my fans. Love you. And we'll check you out next time.